I recruited somebody to come, by the way. Oh, great. He's coming. Okay, perfect. So, we previously discussed how technology enslaves us by capturing our attention. We've also previously discussed how to use technology to better our lives. So, for example, productivity apps and things like that. But today, I'd like to explore how we use technology to advance our spiritual progress. That is, how can technology keep us on the spiritual path and maybe even advance us on the spiritual path? So, before you can practice the truth, you have to know the truth. And we have always, it's a kind of a running joke in this class that nobody ever opens the book, right? And I think the reason is because the book is not convenient. It's maybe on your bookshelf, and when you have some spare time, you're not near your bookshelf. Or it's maybe in the wrong place and you forget about it. So to make it more convenient, I am going to send you a soft copy of the book. So I added, uh, is everybody here part of the WhatsApp group? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna send it to you. Grab your phones, pull your phones out. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay, it's set. So it's a PDF file. Yep. So open it up and let's see how we can save it to our phone. So I'm on Android. Hey, come on in. So I'm on Android and if I find the file in my downloads, then I can hold it and add it to my home screen. So I just sent a soft copy of the book to the group. Pull out your phone. Uh, I just sent a soft copy of the book to the group. So save it somewhere that's good and then add it to your home screen. That way you can see it. So if you have like 20 minutes, then look at the book and then you can say, finally tell me, Timur, I opened the book last week. <laughs> and this is what I read about. I'm not part of your groups. So. Okay, what is your, do you have a good phone number? Got it, I'm gonna add you right now. So today's all about technology. So let me add you here. Okay, adding your phone. Okay, and now adding you to the group. Group info and Okay, I've sent you the invitation. On WhatsApp, eh? Yes. Okay, so can anybody tell me how to do it on iOS? How do you add it to your home screen? I just load in iCloud. Okay. I'm just I'm trying to find how I can. Come on in. Leave your phone out. <clears throat> we are using technology to help us advance on the spiritual path. And so I just sent uh, the soft copy of the book yep. to the WhatsApp group. 
So open the WhatsApp group and find the soft copy. <coughs> Excuse me. And let's save it to our phone. I got in a group, but I don't have the soft copy. Okay, sure. Yeah, because I just added you. So yeah. let me send it again. Can you do that? Okay, here. All right, so everybody's going to get a ding again because I'm going to share it again. Okay, great. So I hope that now, if you have a free minute, or if you say, hey, I wonder what Jainism has to say about this topic, or if you, you know, recognize that you're not supposed to be scrolling Facebook, hey, come on in, uh, then you can actually just look at your book. And we can train ourselves to look at the book instead of, you know, checking Facebook or checking WhatsApp or Instagram or anything like that. Thanks to everybody joining us online. Today we're discussing how technology can help us on the spiritual path. I just sent the soft copy of the book to the WhatsApp group and we're all figuring out how to add it to our phone, how to save it on our phone, how to open a PDF on our phone, and how to add it to the home screen. Questions about that? Okay, next let's talk about these meditation apps. All right, there's a bunch of meditation apps and some are free and some are paid for. Um, there is one called Smiling Mind. It's free, the entire thing is free because it's made by a nonprofit in Australia. And um, if you like an Australian accent, you can download Smiling Minds and there's a male and female voice too. So open up your app store and uh, see uh, if you'd like to download one of these apps. You know. I know you could do this at home, but you're not going to. <laughs> and I know you could do this. I know you could tell yourself you're going to do this and have every intention that you want to do this, but you're not going to. I can't make you open up the app, but let's at least use the time. You've generously donated me an hour of your time. So I'd like to give that back to you to try to help you in your life. It's called Smiling Mind. Did anybody find it? Yeah. Okay, great. You can do that one. If you like an English accent, you can use this app called Headspace. That's a paid app. There's a there's certain... Uh, how a lot of these works is that a certain number of the courses are free. And then if you want to do the rest, you pay for them. So one very popular one is called Headspace. If you like an English accent, um, you can do that. I know that's a male voice that does that. If you prefer a female voice, you can try an app called Calm. That's also a paid version. And if you like an American accent, you can do you can download an app called Waking Up. That's one of the more expensive ones. It's by this guy named Sam Harris. I have subscribed before. It's a lot of the theory though. And it's a lot of interviews with like a, he'll interview a Buddhist monk or he'll interview the person that set up a med the first that brought meditation from the East to the West and set up an American center. So he has stuff like that. And let's remember what the purpose is. The purpose of meditation is to understand how to ignore the thoughts that are delivered from your subconscious to your conscious mind, uh, which you cannot control. The only thing you can control is whether you pay attention to those thoughts or not. Uh, and a lot of times <clears throat> the first exercise is concentrating on your breath. 
And the reason to do that is if there comes a thought that you don't want to pay attention to, you can choose instead to pay attention to your breath. And in that way, you'll come to understand that not only does your phone enslave you, but your own thoughts enslave you. Okay, your own thoughts enslave um, your attention. Okay, and that's <clears throat> that's one of the first things you start to understand when you meditate, and that will change the quality of your life forever once you understand that. And there are more realizations you come to as you continue on that path. But that's the one that just right at the beginning, and that's going to improve the quality of your life. Um, I can't tell you how significant that is. That will, the amount of peace you'll feel when you realize that you don't have to pay attention to your thoughts and you're not responsible for your thoughts. Have you ever felt bad because of something you thought? Have you ever felt like, <clears throat> oh, you saw somebody and they were on a bridge or whatever and your brain said, oh, what would happen if I just pushed them off? You know, I could just tip them over, right? And then you think of yourself like, what kind of monster am I that I thought of that? And it makes you feel bad or something like that. Well, I'm telling you, don't feel bad about anything, about, about any thoughts you have at all. You cannot control the thoughts that you have. You can only control what you pay attention to and what you think about. And so when you realize that you're not a bad person for having those thoughts, you're not a bad person for having, you know, these, a lot of us have a hidden part of ourselves that we think makes us bad because we don't see other people having that, those kind of thoughts that they hide from other people as well, right? It has nothing to do with you. It has absolutely zero to do with your character or the kind of person you are. Now, you can choose whether to pay attention to them, and that has a lot to do with you. Uh, but so having this kind of meditation and mindfulness outlook will increase the quality of your life uh, incalculably. Okay, so did anybody decide to download one of these apps? Great. Yes. Great. So it's there for you when you need it, when you have the time. Hey, come on in. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Hey, come on in. Hello. You guys can sit here too. Thanks for joining us. We're talking today about how technology can help us on a spiritual path. So we all got our phones out and we all downloaded a meditation app. And we all uh, put the book, our Jainism book on our phone. Uh, so questions or comments about uh, any of that? So there are a couple of meditation apps. There are Smiling Mind that's made from by a nonprofit. Go ahead and turn on your phone. Look in your app store or your Google Play Store or whatever you have. Um, there's Smiling Mind. There's Headspace. There's one called Calm. And there's one called Waking Up. And those are all very good. I've tested out each one of those. And so it just depends whether you like an Australian accent or an English accent. Uh, or a man or a woman guiding the meditation. Okay, so next, you can create a reminder regimen on your phone. That is, and this can remind you of anything you want. Usually it reminds us about meetings, right? Or calls that we have to make. But guess what? It can also remind you. It can remind you that you're a soul. It can remind you to stay on your spiritual goals. It can remind you that you're not your body and you're not your brain. 
and you're not your thoughts. It can remind you of anything, any number of things that you need to do throughout the day. And you can set up, even if you just go to your alarm, right? I know most of you don't have it, but you can set up an infinite like amount of alarms, okay? You can just keep scrolling. You can set up an alarm for every minute of the day. I haven't reached a kind of a limit on the amount of alarms I have set up. So you can create your own reminder regimen. And it helps, you know, it, it helps having that. It's a way to use the technology that enslaves us for us instead. And uh, it helps having that reminder because just like we say you pray in the morning and you pray out loud, when you have a reminder telling you you're a soul, you're never going to forget it. And if, if you have it five times a day, guess what? Each decision that you make will be influenced by that, like a mantra, right? Mantra is not magic. It's just a physical manifestation of mindfulness, right? So there are some apps that we can look at on the phone right now, uh, reminder apps. These are all free. Okay, so feel free to look at your phone, look at the store. Uh, this is the time that you have generously donated to me and I'm using it, hopefully giving you some back to increase the quality of your life. The first one is called Remember the Milk. This started off as a grocery app, but it's since been like, it's since evolved from that, but it's still called Remember the Milk. That's a reminder app. Another one is called Two Bird. That's T-W-O, like the number two. And then the next one are flavors of the companies that uh, offer them. So Microsoft Reminder app is called To Do. The Google Reminder app is called Keep, Google Keep. So if you're a, a Google person, if you're an Apple person, it's called Apple Reminders or just Reminders. You might actually have it on your phone already. And if you're Android, it's called Pi Reminders. That's P-I, like the irrational number Pi. You can set up your own reminders using your alarm, or you can use one of these apps to remind you of things you want to remember. Uh, what would you like to be reminded of spiritual, spiritually? That is, what do you forget all the time. The number one way to supercharge your spiritual project pro, uh, process is to believe you're a soul. Not many of us believe we're souls. Many of us believe we're bodies. But if you can keep on reminding yourself that you're a soul, you start to make decisions with that in mind. Tell me what you want to remind yourself about. Many things. Like what? Eating healthy food. Uh huh. Yeah. Consistency in meditation. Mm -hmm. Not getting angry too much on things. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> and so, what's a good way to remind yourself of all the things? I, you know what I think? I think you have to pick one. Okay. And then see if it, and then set it up and see how it works for you. So for like eating healthy, you'd set the reminders before your meals, right? And then you'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. One thing you have to, one, the hard part is you can't set up so many that you don't pay attention to them anymore. You have to like, you have to set up the right amount that you're like, oh yeah, this is what my goal is. And instead of just like, you get the notification and you just swipe it and you just keep swiping it <laughs> and then could be, you you don't think about it, right? 
So yeah, I think to start small, um, start with one or two, and then make sure you pay attention to that and get in a habit of doing that. So then when you're in a habit of paying attention to it, um, then I think that'll help. What other goals do you want to be reminded of? What I've seen <clears throat> is meditation, if I do reminder of that, and I do continuously that, rest of the things starts falling in place. Really? Like not getting angry, not getting anxiety. I, I, I myself had experience like that. So what I've seen is if I do meditation regularly, mm -hmm. after a while, getting angry becomes not as something I have to remind right. myself or doing something like getting anxiety and all. I don't have to worry, it just by itself takes away. Right. That's great. I love that. And you know, a great thing is that um, once you start to get into that habit, you'll have this kind of domino effect that you're talking about, that everything starts to get better all at once. And the hardest part, the difficulty curve is like this, okay? The hardest part is always at the beginning. So if it's like um, uh, meditating is like learning to drive a car, right? You you got to learn by doing it all at once. Like, cause you can't just learn the right hand and then just learn the left hand and then just learn the foot. You got to do it all at once. So it's kind of really hard at the beginning. But then once you start getting a lot of experience in it, you start, it becomes easier and easier. It's a very nice analogy. Like learning a car. <laughs> right. Other questions or comments? Yes, Timir. Yes. Hey, so, you know, I have an iPhone, uh, I mean, an iWatch, and there's an app in there which I set it up. Uh, it's called Breathing, right? So uh -huh. it, it reminds me to breathe slowly and calmly. And actually, that is like every hours I take a break. And it's just for one minute. And it tells me to breathe slowly, has a printing timer in there which will actually guide your breathing. So <laughs> That's great. Thought process, you know, when I'm breathing, it reminds me of the emails that I have to reply, the, the things, the text messages that I have not replied or not seen. Like so many thoughts come down. And within that minute, I took another uh, thing that you told a couple of weeks ago is write down the thoughts while right. meditating. And it's amazing. Like, I get so many things done in like next 10 minutes that's great thanks for sharing your experience Kinjal shared that he uses his Apple watch to set reminders and the great thing about it is that you do what it says right yes. you pay attention to what it says and you do it when it reminds you to breathe then you breathe and that's that's great that you're able to use it to get things done oftentimes I feel like it's hard to get things done because we think about doing it beforehand. We think about what we have to do beforehand and all the steps that we have to take and then we just don't do it, right? Because it's not, because there's a million excuses, right? But Ginjal uses it and he finds that he gets so many things done after he breathes calmly because those obstacles are not getting in his way anymore. That is his mental obstacles to doing those things. Great.
So next, I am going to invite you to a Jane Professionals Network using this app called Mighty. And a bunch of people are on it. It started by Malav here at uh, JSH. And so I'm going to invite you to that. Let me see how I can do it. Members. Add. Invite via WhatsApp. Okay, and I'm going to send it to you. Is there a WhatsApp group? Yes, and let me know your number and I can add you. What's a good number for you? Okay, I'm gonna add you. So everybody, let's take this time. We can join this network and we can use technology to improve our lives. Uh, you should have the link. I'm going to add you, Devin, and I will send it all again to Contacts. Okay, I have you in my contacts and now I'm going to add you to the group. Group info, add. Okay. Did you get it? Yeah. Okay, Thanks. so I'm gonna resend these things so then you can have them, okay? Okay, so I will resend them again. So everybody's gonna get a couple more dings. And the people who are not here will wonder why I went crazy. Export WhatsApp. Okay, I just sent the book again. And then now I'm going to send this again. Okay, so this app is called Mighty and it's a Jane Professionals Network. And we can use technology to increase the quality of our life. And we can use it to increase the quality of our spiritual life. And it, rather than having technology enslave us, I know you have to sign up, you have to do an email and a password and all that, but do it now. We still have, you know, 20 minutes left that you have generously donated to this class and we're not doing anything else. So do it now. So sign up via your email and pick a password and see what it's all about. So Malav is the guy that set up e-voting, he set up the new website, he set up, uh, he um, and the admin, the IT team have been instrumental in, we're turning this thing around at the Jane Center and I think all of you can feel it. And he has been instrumental in that. So he has set up this Jane Professionals Network. And so um, 
it's on this app called Mighty, and you can set up like different subgroups in it. And um, I think I think it's good. Questions or comments about that? You can take out your phone. You can take out your phone and you can... <laughs> oh, oh, it's somewhere else? No, I can't do oh. I'll bring it. Oh, okay, no problem. That's what we're doing today. Okay. We're using technology to help us. So I registered. Uh -huh. And we have to get this app separately, Mighty? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't need to get the app. You can leave it as a website. So uh -huh. it goes straight to a website. If you don't want the app, it'll come. you just have the URL. You can go on like a website. This is the mighty one we're talking about. Yeah, whatever he just forwarded. Yeah, that, once you sign up, I registered yeah. on oh, okay. the link Great. that you sent. Great. But then, then, so there is an app. It has an app. Yeah, it has an app. Both. So it's you like can do it to. through app or web link to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Register directly on your app. Okay, great. Then I don't have to do. Right. Then you don't have to have the app if you don't. Then you can access it through the website. Is that mighty networks? Yes. <clears throat> All right, so now I want you to try to find out how to put your phone on silent. This is something that we can learn from young people. If you're under 30, I don't know if you know any young people in your life that are not your children, but anybody under 30 has their phone on silent. Now, I'm not talking about vibrate. I'm talking about silent. They know that they're going to look at their phone later. So why should they be interrupted by dings? They know they're gonna attend to it later. Even if they get a call, they'll see a missed call and they will, and at that time, supposedly they're free and then they will return the call, right? They don't need to know about all the notifications, right? Uh, because they know they look at their phone 10 times a day. So why would they need a ding if they're gonna look at their phone? They see the red dot, right? So try to figure out how to put your phone on silent. And I think it will increase the quality of your life. It increase the quality of my life. Um, you may be scared, like, what if I miss a call? Yeah, you miss a call. You miss 10 million calls a day, right? You get, you get back to the person, and the person will eventually text you, right? Or what if I miss this? Or what if I miss that? Guess what? The phone has already enslaved you. That's why you're scared, <laughs> okay? So don't be afraid to put your phone on silent. Figure out right now how to put your phone on silent. It's not just clicking the button because that will put it on vibrate. I'm not talking about vibrate. All young people have their phone on silent and it's something that we can learn from them. And it's, it's something that we should emulate from them. All old people know. All old people, they have it on ring and they can hear it anywhere in the house. Questions or comments about that? So from silent, I, another thing is there are people who put their phone on D and D at night when right. sleeping. Right. So there's no rings and all. That's great. And I know some people are worried about, oh, what if my kid has an emergency? You can exclude your favorite contacts from the D and D. And also there's an option from the D and D that if somebody calls twice then on the second one, it'll actually ring your phone because it's an emergency, because they're calling right after they called again, right? Um, and so don't be afraid to use D&D. &D. I do it. Um, I sleep better 
you know, knowing that some the people, my favorite contacts can still call me if there's an emergency, but I won't get like a random ding from India or whatever, you know, like, uh, so yeah, so figure out how to use D&D on your phone. Do it right now. And you so know? auto sleep puts your phone silent during the night, right? Auto sleep, you know, the sleep mode. I don't know. Is that iOS? Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Who has iOS and uses sleep? Yeah, it has an option. Okay. Uh, like if I want to keep after nine, do not disturb. Mm -hmm. So by default, all the calls goes to. So, in that case, you know, I always have some concern that if there is an emergency, like you said, say my kid is calling uh, or some close family member is in the hospital, I missed that. My sister was hospitalized and I did not know until next morning and they tried to reach out. Right. Um, so, is there an option that if they call like two times, it will ring? Yes. If it is on auto sleep in iPhone? The, no, in auto sleep by default everything goes yeah, to so silent. How to get around it? Hmm. But so DMV is a better option. Do not disturb. Yeah, you, instead of you using auto sleep? The, some numbers, they okay. can call you still. Okay. And DMV also you can schedule. Like I have it scheduled every day, 9 p.m. Oh. to 6 a.m. DND. Oh, so it by default takes it into mm -hmm. DND and takes it out of DND. And with DND, does it darken the screen of your iPhone, uh, watch? I don't know about the Apple. I have Android. So. I have Android and I like that it does darken my screen because my clock is like all the time. And so if I get up, like I used, I got, I got into this crazy bad habit of getting up and like looking at the time on my phone. So now that I use D and D and it darkens it, like if I just randomly look at it and it's dark, I know like it's still time to sleep. You know? So how uh, you guys are doing D and D by the way? Yeah. I mean, I can search it up. I've never tried. Is there a easy one, two? I mean, quick steps. Uh, is it in settings or ring? Yeah, it's in the settings. Swipe down the D and D. What? Uh, OS do you have? Is that Android? Mine is Android. So if you swipe down, mm -hmm. the D&D is on the uh, tab menu. Do you see it? Oh, do not disturb. Oh, yeah. So it's right there. That's right. So there. Is it? <laughs> I want it to scroll down. Well, I want a different focus. Yeah, on your focus. focus. Do not and then you can put the time on it. Right now it's on. Do you want it on right now? <laughs> and then if I do one thing, time, I so if you want to do the for an hour, or the cancer. I don't want to endorse it. Oh, but it's now in two options. I want to like that sleeping thing. Yeah, so on the end, there are a few other uh, icons. What are they? The D, 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 F, S, D, N, D, I don't think those will help you with regarding to um, regarding to taking control over your phone. You found it? Yeah, I found it. You know, it has an option called personal focus, so you can add the people, still they can call This can be do not disturb. So, when you click here, so here do not disturb is an option. But during this time has like two calls. You can select number of people. Yeah, that's what it says, you can have a seven. But if you cannot think of 
everybody to really put on that. Exactly. Oh, you must have a lot of people very important to you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was only like a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> on Android, there is an option. You can allow all the calls, just no text and all in D&D. Or just favorite only. Or anyone in your contact list. So there are two, three options in Android. I don't know about iPhone. So those are the things that I came up with. Tell me, have you been, how can we use technology to advance our spiritual progress? Tell me what you have thought of in the last 40 minutes. Any other ways that we can use technology to help us stay on the path? Yes. Use the Zoom and uh, join the online class. Oh, okay, great. YouTube, YouTube, watching YouTube videos, which are very helpful for your, um, you know, like daily routine, uh, right? Like exercises and things like that. I found it like an eight-minute kind of an exercise that you can do it before sleep. Uh huh. That's really helping. Oh, that's so, great. That's great. Yeah, we can. We can, remember, we can curate the information around us, right? You know that people are stuck in their information bubbles. Well, we can create a positive information bubble of, you know, of people that help us stay on the path, that help us, that lift us up instead of bring us down. So we can create a positive information bubble. Uh, can I give an alternate viewpoint? Sure. In the past, we've talked about trying to reduce dependency on screen times. So how do you reconcile using technology and phone stuff when, on the other hand, you're trying to reduce dependency as well? I found, I don't know, calmness in trying to reduce uh, screen time overall, because we're always staring at screens, computer screens, phone screens, and um, I've made a conscious effort after we talked about it actually the last two, three years to try to reduce. And that's brought me calmness and I don't know. So how do you reconcile that? I reconcile it by saying that it's a step, stepping stone to where you're at. So everybody's at here. So now here we're using technology to enhance our spiritual lives. And then we're going to realize that we don't need it. And so instead of jumping from here to here, where you are, which is very hard for a lot of us, um, we have a middle ground. And so that is, so what we're doing right now is a stepping stone along the path to saying, hey, this actually doesn't matter at all because it's not living and I'm living. And the only things that matter are the people and things that are living around me. That is the people that I interact with, the animals and plants that I interact with. And that's really the only thing that matters. And so once you do the rigmarole of putting your phone on silent, you realize that those calls didn't matter at that time, at that moment. And once you do the rigmarole of getting the meditation app on your phone and doing that, and once it becomes a habit, you don't need it anymore. You can stop paying for it because you will be past that. And so that's how I would reconcile. 
I also use uh, Alexa as a reminder, so you don't have to use the screen as much. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, use audio reminders uh, for your personal assistant rather than using them on your phone. Have you, have you seen you talk something around Alexa and next thing you know is... <laughs> Yeah, it's always listening. The related advertisement will come on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, Alexa is Amazon. So you think Amazon is sharing the information with Google, which is YouTube? Yeah. They both are. Yes, yeah. It's artificial. Right. And that's a good way. Once you start noticing those things and like looking beyond the facade that they present to you, it helps you stop using them. And once you start realizing the truth about what's in this book is the truth, it helps you stop worrying about everything else in your life. And once you start just worrying about the truth, you'll realize how much time you've wasted not worrying about the truth. Along the same lines, you know, there used to be time when uh, all my notifications would pop up on my screen, all the outlook, my teams. Uh, when they would call, I'll get it, all of that. I have turned it off for about a year now. So if I go in, obviously I'll see, but it won't show me a notification. Right. And and I think the way I learned is, uh, you know, you are not as important as you were. <laughs> uh, that's the reality. Life still goes on. Uh, and, uh, you know, it has actually helped me quite a bit. Uh, it used to be a time when, so, you know, with the organization I'm with, they have offices in other countries. I would get in a habit of getting up at the middle of night and read my emails and respond and all of that. Believe me, I stopped doing that and nothing has changed. <laughs> Everything is still working. Uh, it's same like when you see somebody leaving the company, very senior leadership role, there will be the next person sitting in that chair that very moment, the person walks out and, and nothing, nobody misses a beat, right? So it's all, I mean, uh, you do that and you will realize that uh, it has not changed anything that you were doing so far. All you were doing is was uh, increasing your stress level and messing up your life thinking about work when you could have done something better. Right. Plus, you ignore the person in front of you, you are with the whole world. That is the biggest issue I have. Right. With this technology. That's right, because... There's no time for the person in the surrounded you. Yeah, and it's especially a problem when we're talking to our kids with the one phone in our hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually like something physical between you and the person you're talking to that is causing a kind of distance between you. Yes. My friend had a really good habit. I, I couldn't get to it, but when he goes out for a walk with his wife and dog, I tried to call him and he will be only Where are you? I, I've been trying. Yeah, no, I was out for a walk and all. I didn't have my phone. And I'm like, why don't you keep it? Like, no, that time is dedicated for them. Yeah. So I try to stay away from distraction. It's like, if I'm with them and I'm taking your phone, that means I'm insulting their time. So I'm, I'm respecting their time, so I try to... Whenever I'm talking to someone, I, I don't pick up or I don't use the phone. That's great. I'm like, it's good, I have it, but difficult to, for me to 
Certainly, not just you. It's everybody in this room. Um, we're all trying to get through it together, and we're all here for you. We all are kind of half disciplined. We are not there. But the problem is with the next generation. You know, even your own family members and other there is very little discipline there, right? You know, I think even though they are with you, uh, they'll be spending a lot more time than you would on the screen. Right. And they can only come to the realizations that we have at their own time. And it's up to us to try to... It's going to be hard to curtail it, um, but it's us to, up to us to try to keep that line of communication open that, hey, I understand this phone is all new for you and you're texting your friends and all that for people with little kids. And But we got to try to keep that line of communication open that it is decreasing the quality of your life. And we have to say, hey, you know when you're done with your phone, you think that it's so awesome, but you feel let down. And you feel like, oh, there's no amount of time that I'd be satisfied looking at my phone because it's designed to keep you looking at the phone, right? So we have to try to, and it's very hard for young people to understand, but we have to try to keep those lines of communication open. There's one more thing there, right? We have to be role model first for them follow. I think we are not, many of us are not there to be role model. When we are talking to them, we are looking at our text, we are looking at our emails, or we are also taking the forms, right? If we stop it, we show them like, look, when we are talking and we are following discipline, they may understand a little better. Right. And it never hurts to be open with them. Be like, hey, I realize I have a problem and I'm trying to work on it. And the best reminder you can have is a reminder on your phone to put down your phone. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody online too.